and welcome back to XP Waste, where we almost named a code word D-Cup. I'm Michael. And I am Oxy. If you are new to the XP Waste podcast, number one, Michael was referring to the bingo event our clan is putting on. Number two, oh my god, welcome. This is If you, this is your first episode, that's awesome. We're a RuneScape podcast. You probably googled RuneScape or old school RuneScape podcast and came up with us. We're honored. We already love the fact that you're here. We we talk about the game. Surprising, we know. Um and and we love it. If you're not new here, hey, how you doing? I feel like I always try to hit on the returners every time, but uh I it hasn't <laughs> worked. Here for not, it. not a single person, not even Michael has slid into my DMs yet, so <laughs> we're here for that, it. That that is not an invitation, by the way. I my I'm terrified of talking to new people. If you're new, if you're not new here, you already know Oxy's DMs are closed. So exactly, you my private chat. Tried. My private chat has been off in game since like probably January of 2020. Like it's not going right. to come back on. <laughs> which okay, everybody's which, tried Oxy. It's actually been a bit of an awkward situation sometimes because like I got bingo teammates who have like wanted to DM me the code word, but I have forgotten to add them in game, so they can't. So oh I had gosh. to go through on, like, the first or second day, like, go into the clan and, like, blanket add everyone on my team. Because I'm like, shit, I'm just not even gonna, I'm not even gonna think about that. Because we've had a lot <laughs> of, like, mobile playing this week as well. I think all of us have put in a lot of time on mobile this week. Yeah. I was killing a bunch of KBD on mobile. Uh, that's so, like, it's so laid back. Like, did... Blood Fury is OP. Oh my god, I did Calfight Queen on mobile in between, in between things at work. Dude, I felt like a <laughs> god. I killed KQ on mobile one time. I'm like, I'm going to do the I Inferno do on mobile, baby. This is great. <laughs> I, I it, was, it felt good wow. to finally get that. So what have you been up to this week, Michael? Well, I was going to say, speaking of, of that, what's happening, we're doing bingo still. We uh, are. Once this, once this episode goes live... Bingo will have been completed like a couple days ago, but as of recording, we're still going, and it's the Dragon Cup, baby! Uh, so I'm editing this week, so I'll throw up a picture of the Dragon Cup in case you're interested um, on screen now. So it's a hard one, as you can see. This board it's is a... hard. <laughs> but it's a beautiful board, nonetheless. It um, really is. Just seeing got... this board kind of makes me wish that I had made like a theme for each of them. Uh, like with different colors and things like that instead of just the standard like if you watched last week's episode you saw some of them uh, like if you watched it on YouTube but if you just listened maybe we had it on Instagram or I don't remember but maybe we'll post anyway, all the boards on Instagram yeah I can post those uh, but Bingo has been hype I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and we've heard from so many people that this has been like the most fun that they've had in old school RuneScape in a long time or ever or whatever but like yeah it's pretty hype and that that is that's so nice to hear because like we've been getting it a lot from some of our like lower level mid game players who are like oh my god i'm learning bossing i'm making money like one of the guys on my team last night hit up randos went to bandos and doubled his bank from back-to-back -back bcp drops neither of which were in his name which was bullshit um because we need two sets of or two pieces of god wars armor but to like one tick double your bank in a bossing trip that's awesome yep. yeah. but it hasn't just been them it's been the higher level players too we have people with like four digit chambers kc being like i have not had this much fun playing runescape in forever and that's <laughs> awesome to hear so yeah 
my team's RNG has been absolute dog shit. Um, we have, I, well, there are some people on my team in the recording booth right now. My boy just got PK'd at Chaos Elemental going for the pet, <laughs> and I feel bad because, like, oh, uh, no. we just we've we've had really bad luck with drops all week. We haven't been, uh, we've been due, but we just haven't gotten anything to fall. Uh, yeah. I, I've had a really good time with this. And you said uh you like you want to decorate the boards with colors. If you look at the yeah. tile specification sheets, Michael, I did decorate them with colors. You did. The first and I one, should have followed suit. <laughs> yeah, well like we didn't communicate on that. It's like that's not you. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll make the first one green, I'll make the second one brown for Trailblazer, I'll make this third one blue, because like that's all we knew about the league at the time, which we'll get to later, but the new shattered relics league. Ooh. Um and then I made the dragon one red. The, nice. this, this board's been so much fun. I've done so yeah. much high-level PVM this week. This weekend, rather. In, honest to God, I think by the end of tonight, when I get home from practice, uh, and finally go to sleep at, like, 4.30, because I've just been degening all weekend long for this Dragon Cup board, which is part of the reason why it sucks so much. Like, me, one of my teammates, Jamie, and a bunch of her friends, who all have, like, Max Capes and Infernal Capes, we did, like, a five-man Temporos mass for, like, two hours. <laughs> I was the baby oh of gosh. the group at level 121. And we were at Temporos <sighs> for hours and didn't see a Dragon Harpoon. So I'm thinking by the end of tonight, I'm going to have doubled my TOB, Casey, from before Ooh. the Dragon Cup. So I had 15 okay. going into it. I'm thinking I'm going to get 30 by tonight. Uh, wow. 15? You're going to do 15 theaters tonight? No, I already have 23, I think. Oh, uh, oh KC, okay. TOB. Yeah, I did... You'll uh, have hit 30. Okay. Yeah, I'll have hit 30. I did uh, two of them earlier with wow. uh, with TMD and a few of uh, a few of the new folks who came over from Bingo from uh, the Vikings clan, which has actually been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I've had a blast. I've done TOB. I've done Nightmare. I finally got a Zenite shard. Oh my god! I think Ryan, uh, he's in the he's in the recording booth right now. The same guy who got killed at KS Elemental just now. He was with me in VC, and I'm bitching up a storm because I've had horrible luck at Demonic Gorillas, and uh, and I said I'm gonna do a hundred kills and then I'm gonna end. Like when my loot tracker says 100, I'm out of here. I don't care. And I killed the hundredth one, and I'm like, all right, 100 kills. Never lucky. This game sucks. And the orange thing popped up on the ground with the Zenite shard, and I freaked out because it's my first you ever Zenite. It. I was so you excited. I had 100. To, I had to jump into another team's VC. And be like, I got a Zenite char. Not to not to like <laughs> gloat or anything, but there were other people on the team who had like seen me in the past year or so struggle to get a Zenite. So I was like, This yeah. is for us, baby. Let's go. Awesome. It was it, awesome. it was really fun. So I've had a blast this event. I have done more PVM this week than I think I've done in I would say like years. Y'all want to I mean, hear since some, the last bingo. Y'all want to hear some <laughs> wild shit. What? For the last probably six weeks, Michael has had his ass parked at the soul altar oh, while we're recording. Yep. You know, he's making the face right now. Michael is at Chaos Elemental grinding for the pet while we are recording. And you know what yeah. he said? <laughs> he literally said before we started recording, I said, if you get PK'd, make sure you have Augury turned on. And once you get frozen, just like switch whatever. He goes, bro, if I get PK'd, I'm just going to face tank it and kill Chaos Elemental. That is my boy. <laughs> that is my boy. Michael is out here saying, "I don't give a shit. You can't. You can't kill me in a way that matters." Oh, beautiful. 
I've never wanted to win a bingo so bad. And I've played in like four. And <laughs> this is this has been the one where I'm like, we really have a chance. A, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, like, it's just like, it's, it's, sim- it's somewhat about the money, right? The money is nice. You're splitting 100 mil seven ways, six ways, whatever it is, mm-hmm. if you win. But like having bingo winner as a Discord rank or a Discord role is just something that I want so badly. I, I have that rank, and it, it feels very good to click on my name and see bingo. I think it's the Springo winner title. What does it actually say? What is that role, actually? Uh, bingo yeah, bingo, yeah, it just says bingo winner. Yeah, I'll throw it up there. Everyone will know what you, what you got it from, which is sick. I don't want to make any predictions about um about bingo placements, because remember the last time we did a bingo episode, and I said, bro, my team is going to win? My team lost like six hours later. Because the other team blacked out the board. <laughs> um, but I think I can say pretty confidently I've had a blast with my team. I've gotten to know mm-hmm. them all. And they're, they're all f***ing awesome. I've had a great yeah. time PVMing. We are coming in dead last place for this oh. bingo event. There's <laughs> no doubt in my mind. We killed upwards of 2,000 Firewatch Sentinels. Did not see a blood shard. We oh have goodness. been, we've had people camped at 2000? KS Elemental. Yep. We've had people camped at KS Elemental going for this pet, and nobody has seen it. We have run <sighs> theater. We have done Nightmare. We, uh, we kind of got screwed on Basilisk, actually, because we couldn't get a yeah. task. That's actually, so right now I'm not doing things for Bingo. I'm AFKing Wyverns. Because I have no Slayer points, because I wasted them all trying to get a Basilisk task. And in oh. the last probably 14 hours, my team was like, you know what? We don't care. And we all went to Basilisk's off task. It was horrifying to try to get a job. <laughs> Nobody did. We have not had good luck this week. It has not, it has not made the event any less fun. Uh, and even right. though I still think we could pull some pretty sick drops, I'm really hoping somebody on my team gets the Chaos Ellie pet. I'm really hoping Jamie or I see something from TOB tonight. Uh, yeah. I've had a blast. Even if we're, even if we're dead last and I have... I think I still profit, though, because I've given money to the pot. But I think no matter what, I still profit from the money I've made, which is sick. That's what's so interesting about this style of bingo that we're doing is, like, normally you just have a 9x9 or Mm -hmm. 5x5 board. 9x9 is I meant 9 tiles. Holy (laughs) shit. You have a 5x5, sometimes a 6 or 7. I don't know. It's big, right? But we're doing a 3x3. Every 48 hours it switches. So you've heard us talk about it last week. Um, and a, it's, it just adds a lot of variety, but B, the, the big thing that it comes down to is this dragon cup. All of the tiles are worth five points each and they're all incredibly RNG based All like, I wouldn't say they're all like incredibly hard PVM, but everything on this board besides arguably like the champion scroll mm-hmm. isn't like going to take some time. And you could get screwed with a champion scroll, but most people just went for the goblin scroll and cannoned like thousands of goblins in Lumbridge. Bro, I think so, somebody on my team cannoned like 90 and got the scroll like right outside the Lumbridge bridge. Like they got hella lucky on that. Dude, I spent seven minutes cannoning goblins and I got the scroll. Wow. So you yeah, could yeah. get spooned on it, it for sure. <laughs> I've, I've killed probably 7,000 goblins that have not seen a champion scroll. I'm oh real goodness. sad about it. Not this week total across my entire RuneScape lifespan. Because wow. as a kid, I always wanted to do all the champion challenges because I thought they were really cool. So every mm-hmm. time I see an imp, I ruthlessly murder it. I don't care what it is. <laughs> 
Am I wasting? <laughs> am I wasting weapon charges? Am I wasting game ticks? I don't give a shit. I am it's killing a scythe. Imp. You're running past it. It's I dead. will. I swear <laughs> to God, I'll scythe every imp. I'll be like Anakin with the younglings, dude. I'll scythe any imp I see. I do not care. I want that champion scroll. <laughs> the uh, the imp champion scroll is the only one that I actually had before this bingo. Oh, you so bitch. I don't remember. I don't. Re- I want to say I got it when I was doing a God Wars KC. I. I think I cannot remember, dude. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But um, uh, I swear to God, I will drop my dragon scam hammer if I get a champion scroll outside outside uh, God Wars dungeon. Did you just say dragon scam hammer? Yeah. So here's so I've been teaching my team GWD this week. Other than Jamie, I've run God Wars dungeon with people who have like never done it before. Right. So we were teaching them God Wars dungeon, and I, I I'm tanking Krill. <laughs> they were doing DPS at Bandos and things. I'm like sending them setups of like what a tank, like what I would wear to tank. Um, and I've been telling them a few things. Number one, like when you're tanking, you're not just taking hits. You're doing king shit. You bring Venge. You bring Pot Share. You bring a Lumbridge Ring for High Elks if your team needs it. Uh, and most importantly, you don't bring a DPS spec weapon. You bring a Bandos God Sword, not a Dragon Warhammer, because. Even though if it hits, it'll remove 30%, and that's awesome. The Dragon Warhammer misses 49 out of the 50 times you're going to use it. Yeah. BGS is way more accurate. They just have a high defense to start, and that's why you're bringing the Dragon Warhammer, but like... But you're not going to hit with it, baby. I'm not going to lie. Once you hit a Warhammer spec, particularly on Bandos or Krill, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's over. Like, you're you're getting a really quick kill if you go with a team of three or more. If you can crack off a big BGS swing every kill or every most of, like most of a few kills, you know, that's pretty good. A 35 with a BGS still makes the boss easier to kill. So I've been telling the people on my team that I never bring a Dragon War Hammer to God Warrior's Dungeon ever because I don't. And Dragon Dra- Scam Hammer. Dragon Scam Hammer, man. I, I won't be caught dead in Theater of Blood without a War Hammer, but... Uh, I don't bring or it to corp. God Wars. Yeah. Or it's corp. useful some places. Yeah. It's it's hard for me to be caught alive in Corp to begin with. Corp. <laughs> I've ignored I've ignored that tile. I have not even suggested Corporeal Beast for I've my team. Done. I did about two or three hours of Corp this week. That's gross, uh, dude. We didn't I got about three million splits, so it's not bad. But you know, a sigil could have been like you're making almost more money than you would if you win bingo from Corp. Or most of the towels on the Dragon Cup board sometimes. So that's um, how I feel about the scythe. If we get a four man scythe, that's like Yeah. That's like a hundred. Just one bingo split. on your elf. <laughs> well, I was doing I was doing Nightmare earlier because I've been doing Mass World Nightmare. And I was telling Jesse that like if I get a mace, I'm trading it in for a scythe immediately. Mm. Like I'm just gonna do like a one to one swap mace for a scythe. Even though the scythe nice. is gonna be more expensive with the vials and the runes and things, yeah. but like Yeah, I figured that was gonna be that would be worth it for me. I had a I had a point earlier. Oh, the Dragon Cup. We're talking about the Dragon Cup. Yeah. Everything on it is hard, but that's the turning point. It's like this week, I think we would had we would had two teams that were going to battle it out for first place if we hadn't had the Dragon Cup, but now this gives every team an opportunity to come back if you if you still are in it. Uh, mm-hmm. my team specifically, we could win. We were in like third or fourth. No, I think we're in second or third. I can't remember. You guys, I haven't looked at the right scores. I, I'm lo- I have the scores right in front of me. Uh, so the Dragon Cup board, 
every board prior has been worth 15 points. The Dragon Cup board, nine tiles with five points. This one board is worth the entirety of the three boards prior. So if you're extremely lucky and get all nine tiles, which just doesn't seem feasible for anyone to do. Not um, in 48 hours. Not in 48 hours. Like, if you get really lucky, if you get a Corp Unique into a Nightmare Unique, really lucky, and, like, we have... One of our friends, Kyle, did a solo raid for the memes and got an ancestral hat, and they got that tile done. He's an Iron Man. It could happen. It could happen. Like, RNG really could fall. Uh, and if it does, we kind of wanted to make it where, like, now you can put pressure on the other teams. Like, yeah. if my team yeah. gets every single tile done, we're going to win the game, because right. not a, no other team is going to do that. That said, we can't get a drop to save our lives right now, so it'd be really difficult to do that. But if we do, oh, it'd be so good. Uh, if you're out there listening, I said this last week, so if you're out there listening and you're not part of TNL and you're part of your own clan and you're looking for an event to do, highly recommend running this bingo with your clan. Um, just message us. We can send you all the details, all the boards. You don't have to lift a finger when it comes to planning because Oxy has literally written out the rules. He's written out explanations to all of the tiles and you can have every single board for free. So let us know. We'll get it over to you because this is a lot of fun. And Lord knows we've made oodles of mistakes that you don't have to. Fun fact, <laughs> when you yep. pickpocket a blood shard, it doesn't appear in your chat box anywhere. And the collection log plugin, the one that like shows up, or is it a plugin or is it like main game now? Uh, it's main game. I don't. Whatever it is, it's unreliable. No, it's main game. It's unreliable. Whatever <laughs> it is, uh, because we've had people who are like, "Yo, it's brand new. Like, here's my collection log, but it didn't proc. Like, the notification oh. didn't pop up. We've had to deny tiles for things like that. So, thieving a blood shard is not a viable option if you need a drop notification." It could be viable option if you want money. Kroll made about eleven mil in about ten minutes. It was okay. This was this was ridiculous, right? This man brings a rogue's outfit to Vires. Seventeen pickpockets pulls a double blood shard, sends it in, and says, "Please let this count." We discuss it as a team, and we're like, "Sorry, we can't let it count. We don't want to be dicks, but like, it open if we allow it, it opens up avenues for like bingo game integrity, where people can just like yeah. start." Because we hate the the room light loot tracker. There's no dates on anything. Anyone can post anything from anywhere. We specifically, I hate the room light loot. Right. Loot we tracker. don't take anything from loot tracker. Yeah, I can't stand it. I think it it opens up too much of a possibility for people to put fake tiles in, especially if there's no drop notification in chat. Like two ticks later, he's like, "All right, fine. Guess I'll go kill him." Like four KC pulls a blood charge from a Firewatch Sentinel and is like guess i'm done he posted a picture <laughs> in awesome drops his character was wearing nothing but a wooden spoon and he had three blood shards in his inventory that's all he put in we're like mad respect brother mad respect yep yep that's a cool 11 mil for everyone uh everyone out there doing the all math th all three blood shards that's like 17 mil something like no that. they're uh they're five they're about less a little less than five mil each like yeah. four point something well, no, I just bought one today for Nightmare. They're about 5, 5.5, 5, whatever it is. Oh, he got am I three doing math wrong? He got oh, three wait, of them. The first, the, the the first two was 11. <gasps> yeah. My... <laughs> the first two was 11 mil. I'm, yeah. He made, a, he made a good, uh, you know. I've made some good money. 
two dragon pickaxes sub 35 kc at, at chaos elemental that's never happened to me before i've never been this spooned at pvm it's pretty cool i'm hoping for a fourth or a welcome, third welcome to the good life brother <laughs> so we didn't i don't think we intended to have this whole episode be about bingo it is uh, not there's a lot of other really exciting stuff that michael and i do want to cover but it's so hard not to talk about an event like this. It, it involved right. our entire community. We've had yeah. a blast doing it. It's been so much fun. If you participate in the TNL Fall Bingo Trailblazer, it doesn't have an official name. Who gives a shit? If you were there playing with us, thank you. This has been a shitload of fun. Congratulations to whoever won. Um, rest in peace, Abyssal Daddies. You guys have been an amazing team, even though we took last place. I love every <laughs> single one of you. Um, it's not even over yet, and you're already saying it. <laughs> bro, count we, yourself bro, a little bit we're, of credit. We're 25 points behind the head team right oh, now. Oh, okay. Because we got screwed on some of the early boards. It doesn't mean I'm not excited. I'm still going to stay up till 4 a.m. doing TOB and hoping for a just issue piece. But I, I just I understand how RNG works. That said, Michael, what are we talking about this week? So this week is going to be mainly focusing on what they covered in the modcast. So they had a leadership modcast last week, and uh, it was Sween, Isa, Kieran, and Mod Marco, who is one of the new executive producers for Old School. I say new. He's been with Old School before. I think he actually started with the Old School team, left for a couple of years, and now he's back. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun fact about him, he actually was one of the people who helped draft the original account securities blog, and now he's back to actually like almost implement some of that stuff. So that's that's a fun fact. We'll get into that. But yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, we'll link it down in the in the description. But um, mainly the big things that they covered, not in any particular order. And Oxy, stop me if you ever, you know, if you want to cover any of this stuff. But I'll just go over high level. They talked about the Dead Man Moan final TLDR, I guess, on that one. Because I don't. Did you want to cover any of that? Or I, I think the points just... they made. I think the points they made were valid about the Dead Man mode. So, Michael, go ahead and do your TLDR, and I'll give my why I think it was good. I don't know. I'm almost positive there was a contradiction because they said in they said in a news post that they weren't going to redo it, but then they said on the leadership stream that they are going to redo it. So I don't know what to believe. And maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just manifesting something with that news post. I'll have to look through it and see if it's actually what I was reading. But like they said in the, in the leadership stream, which I would actually take as more true when they say it out loud, mm-hmm. but um, they're going to be redoing the final sometime. Like they said, it's not going to be in the next couple of weeks, could be next year, but they're going to try and redo it just for game integrity. And then they also mentioned that within Deadman, they'd like to do Deadman mode every year, as well as leagues every year. But they want to do Deadman mode in like the second quarter of the year and then do leagues in the final quarter of the year. So that would put mm-hmm. Deadman mode between April and June, which I think is interesting. It's a good time, I think, to do it. That's like just before summer. People may still, you know, people may be out of school and that gives enough spread between Dead Moon and Leagues that you're not going to get burned out by 
like a temporary game mode. Like it's almost to the point where I think I might actually play dead man mode and play leagues and not, you know, cause I kind of feel burnt out. Um, and I've never played dead man mode, so I don't know, but just like mentally thinking about it, having to play two accounts, almost back to back two accounts that just get deleted at the end of the season it can get tiresome, especially when you're trying to max, especially when you're going to make a group Iron Man mode, a group Iron Man soon. So uh, that's dead man mode. Oxy, what was the next one? Well, they, I, I like that Sween talked about that, but like, you know, they kind of apologize mm-hmm. for their release schedule, which like is, is kind of going off like the order they talked about it with, but their release schedule and they're kind of, as they said, cadence for content, whatever it was. Uh, they, they did kind of apologize because even the J mods were like, I, I'm gonna AFK my group Iron Man while playing leagues, and I didn't necessarily think that's what I wanted to do, right? Um, right. Just because of how like it released, uh, I think their statement on Dead Man mode was good. I think it was fair. Um, I don't really see any any big pressing issues with it. If they want to rerun it, that's good. If they they have a lot of things to figure out, if they do, so hopefully they can get that resolved. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. If they can if they can get it to resolved to the point where next season it's it's better, then I think that's a win for the community. Mm-hmm. For sure. So next, just like I said earlier, uh they talked about Leagues Three, which is great. Uh two things came out that day, the the poll blog and the live stream. Uh the big thing with the poll blog is it says right there at the top, Leagues Three, the name Shattered Relics. Uh, is due to launch on November 3rd, which, like I just said, sucks that it's a month, like, less than a month after Group Iron Man comes out. Right. A- as someone who plans on mostly AFKing my Group Iron Man anyway, I'm not super fussed about it, you know? Um, yeah. But There's a lot of stuff you can do in-game that isn't going to require a bunch of attention. Yeah, um, so like woodcut fish. There's a bunch of stuff. Exactly. I'm thinking, what's the? Is it? Is it Taibowani Trio? Whatever it is that gives you the Karambons. Yeah, that's probably oh, right. what I'm gonna yeah. aim to go for before leagues. Smart. And then park my big ass at Camp Bam Bams for as long as possible, and just Zanaris Fairy Ring. There. So we, if you're interested in our our full like take on what we're gonna do for Group Ironman, because Oxy and I are in a group together. Um, stay tuned for another episode probably next week, I would yeah. say, or the week after. Yeah, for probably, our full strategy and all that kind of stuff. Probably, yeah. That was Michael's very kind way of cutting me off. I wasn't going to no, get no, into no, you group could talk Iron about Man. it. No, no, no. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I say that because I want to get into it for the next two hours, Oxy. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just saying. So, I'm stopping so, myself now, putting that caveat there. <laughs> all right. So, so group Iron Man strategy over. I'm stoked for leagues. I had so much fun in Trailblazer. Oh yeah. my god, Trailblazer was so good. And then I got so reinvigorated with the game when Trailblazer came out that when they announced combat achievements all that time ago during Trailblazer, I was motivated to get back into the game because like I can kill Verzik on on Leagues. Hell yeah, I'm going to like yeah. this is going to be great. Leagues is very different from the main game boss-wise, let me tell you. Especially when you learn the content in Leagues. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they announced the Shattered Relics, they announced when it releases, and they gave us, like, visuals of what they want to do for awards. I think most of them are pretty cool. 
They're pretty I standard. Did. The teleport yeah. animation, the outfit, the cups, oh. things like that. Have you seen the teleport? Like all the way, I, I skimmed over it. Have you seen the, the teleport animation? The teleport's funny, dude. It's like, boop, cool, boop, dude. Boop, boop, boop. He puts a little put the down. stones down, and then he gets sucked into the ground. So Mike, the way Michael said that, this is just a little side thing for me. As Michael was describing that, the gif in the news post was doing the same thing. So when <laughs> Michael picked his hands up, the animation on the gif also picked his hands up and pulled the little guy under. That's hilarious. You'll never believe this, but we are going to link this down below. So you guys can check it out if you haven't seen it already. We'll link this news post, the leadership live stream. Um the the dead man mode final statement and then another uh blog post about the wilderness changes that we'll talk about very briefly as well so back to the league's rewards they look pretty cool the ecto whip actually looks sick yeah i'm not gonna lie the ecto whip looks real cool Uh, when i first saw that i was like confused as to what what it was because when i when i first saw these Somebody posted them in uh, our gen chat, like general chat of the Discord, mm-hmm. and they said Leagues 3 uh, rewards. And I read that as Raids 3 rewards. And I was like, what? This? What is going on? What is this chain thing? Uh, anyway, my brain didn't compute the fact that this was Leagues 3 cosmetic rewards. So <laughs> I was like, what is that what is that chain dipped in goop it's the whip recolor okay it's it's cool (laughs) and that that's a great point to bring up if you've never played leagues if you've never experienced what leagues rewards are everything we're talking about is cosmetic so there's no new ecto whip item that's going to be best in slot against ghosts it's just an abyssal whip with a recolor a lot like how you recolor it blue or whatever like i'm i'm wearing a blue whip right now because the frozen whip is superior um the rune crossbow uh i like the idea of a rune crossbow and i also like the idea of an ornament kit being added to an item frequently used in pking to hopefully into like introduce risk in pking from Mm -hmm. an item that wouldn't normally have that same kind of risk unfortunately it looks like a mithril crossbow and i kind of hate it Right, but the wish... color scheme they have is like dark blue and brown. It's like what weird. I would like to see them do, aesthetically speaking, is I would like to see them make the stock orange, and I would like to see them make the or no, make the stock that same kind of like mithril dark blue, and then uh-huh. make the limbs that like uh, shattered relics orange, and keep oh. the flame up there. I think that would look pretty cool. Um, but right now, and they even said that in the modcast, they're like, it looks too much like a Mithril crossbow is like the biggest complaint. And that's yeah. my biggest complaint. Cool concept. I would just like to see it look different. No it complaints lo- though. I'm looking at it now and it's, it's pretty bad. Um, I'm yeah. going to die to chaos elemental. Run Hell away. Yeah. I'm going to die to, I'm going to die to a Zygomite and Zanaris. Thank you, Konar. Uh, oh, and I'm dead. <laughs> It looks like a yeah. It looks like a Mithril crossbow. It's the same color too. So the same I, yeah, color as a right. Mithril crossbow. I'm thinking they're gonna redo it. I think of all the rewards that and the Mystic recolor they're gonna talk about mainly because the like there's just so much Mystic in game and it's kind of similar to what Dusk Mystic already looks like. Kind yeah. of not not entirely, but kind of. I still think it's cool. The the cannon recolor this is is. All right, I'm sorry. The cannon looks fucking ridiculous, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, 
I okay. Love, I was gonna say unpopular I opinion. Love the I, cannon. It I'm not looks, sure I like it. It looks utterly ridiculous, but I love it. It's based off like the original RuneScape cannon, I think, like the RS Classic cannon. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Let me look up. Hold on. RS Classic. Classic cannon. They did mention something about that in the mod stream. That oh it my was like... god, dude! The the RuneScape Classic cannon. It's like a like a color copy. I'll send really? you the link right now. Here, I'll put it in the huh. put it in the put it in the recording, recording booth, chat. booth chat for you. Yeah, oh wow, look at that. Yeah, that's okay. the RS Classic Canon that came okay. out. Okay, uh, I mean that's that kind of a ago. cool. It's a cool nod to RS Classic, and that's it. That's exactly what it is. It's a cool little nod, and I think, I think it's neat. Maybe different colors. I think if they had okay, this is how I would do it. Take away the take away the teal. Not as much, but just make it more gray with hints of blue. Because that doesn't look like it would shoot cannonballs out of it. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. looks too mystical to me. So make it more like an actual cannon, just less blue. And none of the color scheme is they're going for is blue everything. Yeah. But again, it just looks it and it the problem I think that I'm having with it, now that I think about it, is it's reminiscent of Mithril. And it's like what is this a free to play item? You know what I mean? Uh, well, I but... think it I think it looks sick. I think the design choice they've done for it is cool. I think the color scheme is cool. Uh I will say I'm... that this looks more like an item that should be uh we I was I've been in the I joined the Wilderness Podcast Discord and nice. they mentioned in there very briefly for a minute that like it could be a, like a magic cannon mm. that instead of giving you range XP gives you mage XP, which would be stupid crazy magic experience per hour right a cannon and ice barrage that'd be sick i will say the firing animation does look like it should fire um like it should be firing spells instead of cannonballs yeah. overall i like it i, I like yeah. the way it looks i think it's gonna be really cool i'll probably have it on my cannon i use i still use the poo brown graceful dude i ornament everything if i can <laughs> like i love it I guess um, I'll say this, like, there's enough time between now and the next league that I'm likely going to change my mind, you know? Um, I just have this incredibly hot take every time, and sometimes I'm wrong, so. <laughs> well, and, and that's that's the thing, like, we always talk about that the things that JMods do can be open to criticism, but you, we can still like it. I'm, yeah. I, I don't want to speak for you, Michael, I'm pretty certain he and I are both going to vote just blanket yes on all these rewards. Probably. Like they're all uh, cool enough to make it into the game, right? Like it's it's not a consequence of is this going to change the game and and it went away. And if I vote yes, um, it's going to like change anything in the game. No, it's cosmetic. How are you going to vote no to cosmetics? Yeah, and that, if you hate the way they look, sure. But again, that's just that's just an opinion. And that's opinion of aesthetics. Literally, it, it truly is an opinion of aesthetics because, like, again. I think the rune crossbow kind of looks like shit. So I would like them to recolor it. If they don't, am I still going to have an ornamented rune crossbow in my bank? You bet your whole ass I am. Like, well, that, that's the hard part, though, is like everything here is going to cost money. And not is if it you get enough worth... leaks points, baby. Well, I'm saying for the, <laughs> the average player who may not get dragon cup or rune cup, like it's going to cost you money. Uh, or you'll have to make a hard decision of, I have X amount of points, I don't have the amount of points to buy everything I want, what am I going to get? So, 
I'm, getting I'm still rocking the Trailblazer tool ornament kits. Those look sick. I, I bought I, one. My tools actually look really cool right now. I'm gonna send a little a little screenshot of them to the recording booth chat right now. I have uh, an infernal axe, an infernal harpoon, and a crystal pickaxe. Uh, uh-huh. And they all look a little bit different because I only wanted to buy one um one Trailblazer like toolkit because I bought everything else for the Trailblazer thing. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to keep the Infernal one looking cool. Although I, pro- I suppose I could ornament the Infernal Harpoon at some point. Yeah, when you and when you ornament the Infernal, they have this little red glow or this little red. Yeah, thing yeah, they have on little, the red thing yeah. in the middle. Yeah, because the Infernal cool. Axe is the yeah. It it's really cool. So the League's Rewards look sick. The last one from the League's Rewards is the Elite Void and the Void recolors. Oh, I'm so excited for that. The, that the, is... What sells it for me is the melee helmet. The somebody in our Discord said they took it straight out of Mandalorian, and that's all I can see. And it yeah. looks awesome. The counterpoint <laughs> to that is the mage hood looks ridiculous. I don't know why pointy. they wanted to give it that big spike. That said, it's kind of reminiscent of a dark beast. Hmm. So I get it. Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% rocking this. Like, it is, it oh, yeah. is sick. Like, I'm going to be it's the sexiest be... Void Raider at TOB. Like, it goes, if you get the Elite, it kind of matches your uh, Assembler a little bit with the blues, which is neat. Like, I mean, Elite Void now kind of has a blue tint to it, mm-hmm. but it's going to look real nice with uh, a range setup. Yeah, I'm stoked. I think it's going to look really good. That's one of the... I think this and the and the whip are what I'm most excited for, recolor wise, because I think the void looks really good. Like, well, like we said, we have our own opinions on the cosmetics, but you know, it's just opinions. We're still gonna, we're not gonna be like spite voters or whatever and vote no because the the you know the rune crossbow recolor looks like shit. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Michael, let's keep on with the the leadership update. We're we're pushing it here. We're we're doing really well. So that was leagues three. Comes out November third. November third. Get hyped. I'm uh I, I start my second half of paternity leave on November first. So if oh. I did want to play leagues, which I'm still not ex- you know, I'm not decided if I'm going to play leagues, I will be off for almost the entire league. So I mean off work. I still have a baby to take care of because my wife will be going back to work. So I'll be I'll be like stay at home dadding it up. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know, Oxy. You'll have to really, like, you'll have to sit me down and really try and convince me to play leagues. I don't think I'll have to do anything. I think I'll just have to get the boys together in VC one day, talk about leagues, and you'll be like, fine, I'll play leagues. I mean, even then, dude, I have so many things that I want to do in the main game, including group Iron Man. Like, you talk about AFKing your group Iron Man and then playing your leagues account. Well, I want to AFK my main and play my group Iron Man. So, I still have Triple to log, baby. Triple log. <laughs> Triple log, baby. Triple log. Max on the main. Uh, AFK on the iron. Or, or actively play the iron and AFK the league's account, baby. Oh, my gosh. Triple log. Because you already got your Iron Man you don't play, so that can be your league's account. That's true. And you can drop over all the league's rewards to your main account once you're met. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Beautiful. (sighs) My range cape turned to GP. Love it. You can buy it though, right? Because it's the. Does it give you 99k? Yeah, I think so. Oh, sick. Go buy a new one. Anyway. (laughs) 
So we've talked about dead man mode. We've talked about leagues. We haven't touched on the, the duel arena. Ooh, the oh, you want to talk arena. about the wilderness? No, let's yeah. talk about. The, I, I thought you were going to talk about something else. I was going to say something real quick, but yeah, no, the duel arena. So that whole they, that whole section is real interesting. I haven't read any sort of like like breakdown of what their plans are, but they they mentioned we want to remove the duel arena. I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> I know that they've been talking about it, but that's that's that feels for to me that feels like kind of out of left field, but it's an exciting prospect because I'm not a huge fan of the dual arena. I mean, it would help a lot if I could actually have the balls to stake and make some money in this game, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to get into like the reasons why, because some people like it. Some people are addicted to it. It's okay. But for me and my, my gameplay, it doesn't really make a difference if it's there or not. I'm just excited that that part of the game is going to be removed. And not only removed, but replaced. So if they just were like, yeah, we're getting rid of the dual arena, it's going to be an empty spot in the wilderness. Uh, so it's going to be an empty spot, spot in the, in the desert. the wilderness, what? <laughs> no, the now desert. That would make the dual arena more interesting if it was in deep building. <laughs> you have to stand there and like pray you don't get PK'd while you're looking for a stake with your two bill in your inventory. Bro, it would be a, it would be a barraging <laughs> team's dream out there. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> okay, put the dual arena in the in the wilderness Jagex and you can have it. <laughs> yeah, it can anyway, only be, it can only be accessed on PvP worlds. They're so going bad. they're going to replace it with content. They don't know what content, but they know that they want to actually replace um the dual arena with something. So, it's exciting. It's exciting to have, uh, you know, game integrity. I would say, the du- like like that. Let's be real. The dual arena is a major contributor to real world trading, and and it's a huge a huge thing in this game. So if you get rid of that, you get rid of real world trading, which is altogether a positive. So that's my take on it. But um. That's a good segue into the wilderness, what we just said. So that's a better Oxy's segue really into. <laughs> I am, I am. Well, uh, excited is a word. I think it's a better segue into what they talked about from other security issues. They mentioned account security updates mm. that they they have in the works. They mentioned that now they're going to start cracking down on gold buyers. Normally, they have cracked down on gold sellers, but now they're going to crack out, crack down on gold and service buyers. So you know stop buying infernal capes question mark uh and they've also i think aiza mentioned uh that they're gonna implement a report system that you can like quote unquote snitch on people who you think have bought something right Mm. so if you're like if you're like we were last night at bandos we got crashed by somebody with an infernal cape a site 4600 bandos kc and regular void and we just started flaming him. We're like, "How much did the cape cost you? How much did this like? How like <laughs> like like what was your mom pissed when you bought the scythe with her like credit card? Like yeah, like that." Wait, you guys said this? Or oh you, god, this we is were hypothetical. We were flaming him because he crashed oh. us at Pandos. He brought his oh. boy and he crashed us at Pandos. <laughs> of course, we were flaming him. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch that part of that. I was like, "Infernal Wait, is this cape, hypothetical? No, infernal cape scythe regular void." They said they're going to be adding a report option that you can report someone for like suspected gold buying which i'm terrified of right 
I'm terrified yeah, of that record option because uh, no, it can lead I mean, to a lot of malicious like I'll say like with the report they did say that they'll have a like a fleshed out appeal system like that's what they want is like if you think you were falsely banned um they're going to have people dedicated to to looking into those specifically but I so feel it's like it's not all bad. It's still going to be really hard though cuz like right I one of our rules in bingo to bring it back to bingo is you can only accept gear loans from people on your team. That's to prevent some teams from having a wealth of expensive gear that they borrow from other people outside the group. Because we don't know who everyone's friends are. It's like a it's to keep things as fair as possible, as balanced as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I loan my max melee gear like I did yesterday to one of my teammates to go do bandos last night. The person I loaned this gear to does not have the stats nor the boss KCs to have enough money to have this gear. Mm-hmm. And uh, and where did they go? Bandos. Right. Don't you think if you're like, what the heck is this? You might drop a an RWT report on my teammate. Maybe. Because, well, they, you know, I'll, you know, for example, I gave him a BCP and tacits. That's 40 mil. They don't have that much money. If I gave him prims, if I gave him a DFS, if I gave him my jaw, you know, if you give someone 80 mil worth of gear, you know, and they don't have the KCs to reflect it. When I see that, I think, all right, you bought, you bought your gold. Mm-hmm. You bought bonds, you bought gold, whatever. That's, that's just that's, what I think. That's the other hard part, dude, is because you could have, you could have a bunch of IRL money that you don't want to like you know, channel into the black market, but you bought bonds with it and you sold the bonds to get all of that. So like, how are you really going to implement a legitimate system unless it's blatant? You were trading a gold seller. Like you were trading somebody and it looks sketchy. You know how Pugger always makes those videos um, where he's Mm -hmm. like got the orb of Oculus and he's watching gold sellers trade in action. Like, I think that's the kind of reporting system that they want to implement not you saw some guy with like chad gear but he had a bcp that to me just says like hey maybe you got a you had like a nice friend or you bought well he could have rwt'd but he could have also bought bonds but that's what i worry about because how are they going to distinguish buying bonds from buying gold with a report button that says i suspect this player for purchasing gold you could be right like i have there's people in tnl who literally were just like you know what? I'm going to buy five bonds because I need money for this bingo event. Mm -hmm. And they bought bonds from the old school RuneScape website who, once again, their total level and their KCs do not reflect how much money they just obtained. Yeah. How do you distinguish that? How do you distinguish someone like me who, like, had pretty uh, eh, meh KCs, but had a buddy who had six bill from the duel arena who mm-hmm. bought my construction and bought this and bought that. You bought me my Avernic. How do you, like, how do you distinguish that? And that's what worries me. I think they're just going to have to look in the back systems because they already kind of have this in place where they can kind of see your trading activity and, and determine whether or not, you know, they think you should get, you know, banned. But if they if a report comes through, hopefully the system can filter it to say, you know, this is not legitimate just like auto deny the report because Mm -hmm. it knows that you just bought you know 
70 mil worth of bonds and you went and got bandos like they can see your transaction history so hopefully it, it just auto denies that report versus somebody gets reported and they just like blind traded somebody one bill with no other interactions with that character maybe maybe we should look into this you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what my hope is whether or not jagus is going to do it like that who knows <laughs> who knows yeah so I think the the prospect is good. The prospect is also spooky. But you, yes, yeah. you mentioned wilderness things. TLDR, wilderness. They have started releasing wilderness changes. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, as a wilderness PVMer, as someone who enjoys wilderness bossing, I hate these changes so much. Oh. <laughs> I got PK'd at Venonatus for the first time in like 700 kills the day the changes came out because number one they nerfed black dehyde so my mm-hmm. black dehyde ring of suffering op combo no longer is a thing yeah number two i believe they've adjusted the pj timer i think i'm trying to look it over right now but <laughs> i just make sure <laughs> not pj well like well, I don't want to make accusatory things. Like, so I'm pretty certain they changed the PJ timer to where monsters who PJ you respect if another player is attacking you, which is frustrating because you can't escape at Green Dragons anymore. Right. You know, you can't just and, run south. And, and, that, and that's why I died. I could I couldn't run south. I couldn't do what I needed to do to like get to get away from a group of like seven people which like you know you can't do that anyway i was good until they just attacked me while a dragon was attacking so if they adjusted the pj timer as a pvmer i hate it holy balls that's a that update is terrible looking past the fact that i enjoy wilderness pvm as a whole it's a great update all the nerfs i support all the nerfs i support all the buffs even the pj timer I like it. I like it a little bit better than Singles Plus because I think Singles Plus invites a, like a difficult a difficult mix of PVM and PVP where I get the frustration as a PKer with Singles Plus. Oh god, it's so it's so frustrating to have someone as a PKer to have someone yeah. dead to rights and like a hobgoblin is what is what ruins your kill like that oh that's so irritating that's so annoying that's so irritating um as a pvmer though like you have to give them some chance to escape right like you know as a pker let's use let's use uh chaos fanatic as an example right you as a pvmer kill chaos fanatic a pvmer shows up from the burning amulet teleport or they show up from the obelisk or they show up from the altar uh-huh. As a PKer, you should have the skill and the wherewithal to stop them from escaping. Deep wilderness, no easy teleports. You're probably hybriding, maybe even tribriding this yeah. person down who's likely in either black dragonhide or monk's robes. You should prevent them from escaping. However, if you're someone like me who has a lot of experience escaping from PKers, if I'm good enough to get away from this person and get down into the KBD layer, 
do I really have to risk the fact that, like, if I'm teleblocked, I just have to sit there? Like, are there really right. no other good options? Because I can't PJ on the spiders anymore. I can't brew down and kick a spider to death. Right. Because I, I'm trying to wait out a, t- a TV timer. It's frustrating as a PKer, sure, but you had ample opportunity to kill me outside of the arena. And right. I think that ties into the Black Dragon Hide. Certainly that ties into Black Dragon Hide. That nerf is going to make the PKer's time stopping me from getting to KVD a lot easier yeah i don't love the idea that once i get to kvd i'm still gonna get pj'd off a monster don't love it that's my own selfish opinion as a wilderness pvmer do you know Overall, what pj'd means because uh, we use that term a lot in the like when referring to wilderness stuff player, I don't... player jump or pile jump okay i think player jumped meaning like yeah, exactly what it means. Like you were killing a monster and the player jumped in and killed you or like is able to attack. No, you. like the something jumped on the player and you couldn't kill it anymore. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Or sometimes it's pile jumping, which could have a different terminology in PvP. I think mm. PvP clans use it a little bit differently, but we're not a PvP clan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I it's a good update. It makes me skeptical to do things in the wilderness now. I, am I going to stay away from the wilderness? Absolutely not. I got combat achievements to get. I got money to make. I got pets to get. I'm not staying away from the wilderness. Ugh. As a PVM or I don't love it. As a RuneScape yeah. lover, it's a good update. I just need right. to get good, I guess. And this is all for game integrity because, like, yeah. whenever you have an OP item like that, where, like Oxy was saying, like, it makes it easy in a situation that should be somewhat difficult uh for one party um there's there's going to be unrest within that community and and especially the pk and pvm or pvp community is uh it's a delicate subject when it comes to jagex so you know it's it's a good change i think the other change was something with the dens bulwark where the dens bulwark is hysterical the changes are actually really yeah i don't know what it is they pretty much have made it where your offensive bonuses like how hard you hit a monster is based on your defensive bonuses. Last night I went with uh, Jamie and one of our other friends, M to Bandos to, to, to go as a group or whatever. M came uh-huh. full justiciar, ring of suffering, amulet of blood fury, uh, and a Din's bulwark. Cause the idea was she wasn't going to take any of our kills and she was hitting 40, 40, <gasps> 40. She had to off the boss oh with a Din's bulwark. What? We, were, we were dying, dude, that the Din's Bulwark was out DPSing a, a tent whip and ACB. Jamie brought a scythe at one point. She came back with a scythe, and M was still sniping kills over a scythe at Bandos. Insane. It was hysterical. That's I think insane. the Din's Bulwark updates are pretty fun. Yeah. Offensively wow. speaking. They're, okay. they're pretty fun. I wish they would have updated it so you start carrying it over your head when you run instead of waddling i think that would have been funny uh <laughs> that's about it though i yeah the dids bulwark is fun well that's cool it may be a new meta you never know like you just have it a whole be, team super be, tanky with dins bulwarks absolutely hysterical literally you never die like you just don't use prayer you stay at bandos forever like that's insane oh, you don't have to pray i was thinking In you don't have you don't need food right you probably you don't need food to begin with but like yeah I oh, you, yeah, oh, I guess yeah. Right. I mean, you kind of take some damage from the minions, but, um, you know, could change the meta. 
Yeah. Do you have the next one? The next one pulled up, or is that everything? I, that is almost everything. Okay. There's one thing we haven't covered oh. yet that I think some people are going to be excited about. I didn't partake much in this because Same. I was a kid and I never had any wherewithal to do it because I was afraid to go to God Wars Dungeon to begin with. The old school team has announced that Nex will be coming. Nex, Angel of Death, the Zerosian general in the God Wars Dungeon will be coming to GWD. From what they've said... It's going to be here before Tombs of the Masket. I was very confused about that. Very confused. Um, yep. To me, this doesn't seem timeline-wise like it should line up unless they've just been working on this and it's almost fully developed and they're just copying and pasting from RS3, kind of like what they did with Soul Wars, and it doesn't need much development time. But holy cow, before Rage 3... I, That's I not imagine, the point of this update, but like, <laughs> I imagine that they're gonna do it in the same way they did Soul Wars or the original God Wars dungeon, where it's just a backport because it came out pre EOC, right? Uh, yeah. What they did say is that the rewards need a severe rework. The rewards need like a very, very severe rework because I don't know much about what is it like the Torva armor set or whatever. I don't know anything about it except the fact that it's broken. Yeah. That's all I understand about the Torva armor set. Uh, we can look yeah. it up. I mean, yeah, we'll we post... could look it up, but like, uh, should we put the should we put the RuneScape three wiki article in the description? Is, is anybody even gonna check it? <laughs> sure, I say I say we send it. All right, we'll put, put the, the we'll put the next Angel of Death wiki in there. But they pretty much just released like a work in progress of what the God Wars dungeon room would look like. It's shaped like an ancient symbol. I, I'm excited. I don't know anything about Nex. Uh, it was actually pretty funny. I was at work when the mod cast was happening, and I saw someone post in the general chat of TNL, like, Nex is coming! And I thought it was like a joke. And I'm like, yeah. alright, cool. And then every single other RuneScape Discord I'm in was like, dun, 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 dun. next, 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 next. I'm like, I'm like, what did I miss? Like, what did I miss on this modcast? And I looked, uh, I looked on Twitter and I saw the post. I'm like, oh, oh shit, we're oh, getting a, a new God Wars dungeon boss. That is amazing. Are uh, you are you aware like of the lore of Next? Have you looked into that yet? I have not. I'm really interested to read up on it. I would imagine that Nex was around before Zamorak killed Zaros. Yes. Uh, yes. And that was that so was Oxy. where Nex comes from. Oh, are you, are you reading on the I, wiki right now? And you're no, about to... I did research before this podcast. Oh my god. Hold, you whoa, know. hold the phone, I gentlemen. Tell you. <laughs> do you want me to tell you? Like, do you want me to go through what I've what I've learned? Yeah, I mean, there's not. Gonna, okay. It's not like there's going to be a quest around it. Shucks, so, but... there could, but there's not. Gonna um, be, but there could. <laughs> so this is RuneScape three lore. It, there's no guarantee that any of this is going to be used for old school. Um, so, Zaros was a god in the second age, I believe, and he encountered this race of people who were, uh, they were not fertile and he had pity on them and was like, I will help you because I need an army. And he developed a race of people like a, a race of something like imbued magic and made this race of creatures called the Nihil, 
which is what Nex is. Nex is the name of a Nihil that was incredibly different from all the other ones. Bigger, stronger, all of that kind of stuff. Zaros took a liking to this specific Nihil and gave it a name, called it Nex, and made it a general in his army. Um, flash forward, Nex is supposed to receive powers from Zaros, but Zaros was killed by Zamorak. And so, long story short, Zaros dies. Nex is then imprisoned underneath the icy tomb or whatever the the icy dungeon that then becomes the place where the god wars take place so it's all a coincidence kind of in the sense that they're kind of like under you know talking they're kind of like having the war right under where one of the most powerful beings is and is sleeping um in the fifth age there's a specific like saradoma knight who goes and is like Essentially, they trick the followers of Guthics to cast a ritual that's supposed to wake Guthics, but it wakes Nex instead. And that's how Nex becomes one of the most powerful beings in the uh, God Wars dungeon. Hmm. Pretty cool. Also, yeah. I'll link the video that I watched. It's much more detailed, um, and it goes through and details a lot more but uh, i know we keep saying it but like there's so much to this episode that will be in the description as well is is that a is that the like the the pull for while guthic sleeps is that that quest in rs3 you know i don't know that much this guy didn't go into like like the quests and the different things he literally just kind of i believe this guy just read it off the wiki and summarized but um <clears throat> i don't know it may be. Yeah, I don't know much about that storyline at all. I've been told by my RS3 friends that if I like quests in old school RuneScape, while Guthic sleeps in RS3 would like bring me to tears because it said it brought them to tears. Like it is just wow. that good of a quest. Like it's wow. very well written. So, but unfortunately, while Guthic sleeps is like a master or a grandmaster RS3 quest, and I uh -huh. think I have like base twenties in RS3, <laughs> maybe. So like, I don't think I'll ever play it. Unfortunately, but I've heard it's a happen. very good story. Um, but yeah, so we're in the fifth age right now in old school. That's kind of where it differentiates a little bit between old school and RS3. So I believe in RS3, the gods came back to Gilinor, and that's what kind of started the new sixth age. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, right now we're still in the fifth age. So the okay. gods have not come to Gilinor. I don't know how they would ever implement that because I'm sure there is stories and like there's God Wars Dungeon 2 and RS3 and all this other crazy stuff. Right. I think, like, Seren is in the God Wars dungeon, too, which is really cool, because Seren is effectively dead in OSRS. Like, we killed the fragment, and then, like, there's very little of Seren left. Um, Could happen. I mean, Zaros it, comes it, back, right? Zaros was killed, and he's back in the, the Sixth Age. Oh, yeah, he comes back in the in the Sixth Age, but, you know, again, is it Zaros, or is it Nex that comes back? Zaros comes back. Yeah, well... And he finally gives Nex the powers. See, that's lit, but like we don't have we don't have any of that storyline. As far as we know, in this is this is the most nerdy I think I've gotten on this podcast in a while. As far as we know, within our universe, all the gods are dead. You know, all the gods are gone out of we've we've dealt with Seren ourselves. Zaros died way back in like the cusp of the second, beginning of the third age, betrayed by Zamorak. The power that was supposed to go to Nex went to Zamorak. That's how he became a god, the Majorit evil god, whoever. Hazel. Uh, uh, 
uh, Hazil, yeah, yeah, the Hazil the demon, right? Hazil cult, yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, the followers Amarok. Everyone got locked away and shit. There's uh, Rune Riot the... just got the Chaos Elemental pet. Yo, GZ Rune Riot. So that puts. That's for the Lumby Boys. Oh my gosh, dude! They're oh, that's not the Lumby. It's get... come on, man. That's the Lumby Boys. No, Those are the wait. people who are. That's Plankton. That's Plankton's. Oh, I got let's Rune go. Guy and Rune Riot mixed up. That's sit, Rune Guy and Rune Riot. Sit, Lumby Boys. <laughs> Rune Guy got it earlier too. GZ Rune Guy. Yeah. Uh, Rune guy. <laughs> we just can't bear the thought of the first place team getting even further ahead right now. <laughs> but we'll we'll update that once. The, I'm sure he's gonna drop it in the podcast. Um, yeah. Or drop it in the podcast. Drop it in the Discord. We'll update that when the podcast is over. GZ Rune Riot. Um, GZ. But uh, yeah, so. The gods are gone, so Zaros has not come back. I don't see how they bring Zaros back. In old unless we RuneScape. transition to the sixth age in RuneScape, in I don't. School, th- but I don't I, think we will. I don't think we will, just because it hits too close to RS three. I would be yeah. interested because I think God Wars Dungeon is one of my favorite storylines of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. God, so much goes on in that storyline. That's why we actually cut it out of the quest episode because Michael and I agreed that I went on too long of a tangent about it. Uh, The mini quest, Curse of the Empty Lord, explains a ton about the God Wars dungeon lore, and it is fascinating. Don't worry, Michael. I'm not going to go into that same kind of content. No, no, no. Did you see my face? I'm making a face. I wish that we would have, like, saved that segment and maybe just posted it, like, on Instagram as a separate, hey, this we cut this out of the episode, but if you're interested... Here's this, but well, we didn't have it. You figure that was back then when we were trying to keep episodes to like 45, 50 minutes long. And now, literally, Scape earlier in our chat was like, "You better keep recording two hour episodes." <laughs> so, like, you know, we're we've kind of thrown that to the wind there. But so yeah, Curse of the Empty Lord. Go read through the dialogue for that on the wiki. It kind of opens up really what happened with the God Wars. You know, like how the whole thing kind of went about that 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 mini quest kind of drove me to go on the wiki and read more about it you know Mm -hmm. how like armadil and sarah doman were on the same side and then sarah doman the piece of shit that he kind of was too uh, oh he's this god of light and you know goodness and all that also kind of a dick totally just betrayed armadil that's why the acb is dropped from zilly and not priara uh Mm. goes into a bunch of lore about how all of Zamorak's forces used to serve Zaros, but when Zamorak killed Zaros, a lot of them split off. So that's why some things... Um, what's a good example of a Zarosian minion? That we, we don't really have many Zarosian I minions. I don't think we do. We have that camel guy, and we have that cat person in Desert Treasure. <laughs> okay, it's the very end of the quest. I don't know what a his name is, dude. Cat. That's I don't know what his have. name. I don't know what his name is, dude. He's the the guy at the end of Desert Treasure. He's like the floating cat who's like, "Oh, Hilarious. you have awoken me. Where is my master? Yeah, have this ice spell." Yeah, that's hilarious. that that dude. That guy is a follower of Zaros, but that's why those are separate from demons, dragons, hellhounds, things like that. That followed Zamorak instead. Mm. You know, that's gotcha. why we don't see followers of Zaros outside of very old areas right yeah. like when you talk to the people in desert treasure they refer to padua and gorok and anakarl because that's what existed before it was all destroyed during the god wars mm-hmm. 
like you know the dig site all that centistine centistin centististin the place you go for the medium clue that's why i have it in my house uh the dig on the site. ancient spellbook on the ancient spellbook yeah it used to be a city before it was destroyed in the god wars it was a zarosian city huh so that's where all this stuff comes from i'd be really interested to get more zaros lore in game because yeah, we have a too. lot we have a lot of content we have a whole quest line dedicated dedicated to seren uh we get some information about the main four in the god wars dungeon we get some information about guthics through like tears of guthics and things like that and then we mm -hmm. have other little things like who's that one annoying piece of shit um you have to Try get the him tramp. no the other one you have to get him a staff of armadillo Lucian, that guy who's like an evil. You learn about Armadillo, you meet Armadillo's followers down there. So, like, I'd like to see more Zaros lore. I mean, hopefully, with the release of Next, we get that. I would, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Like I said earlier, I would love to do a, a God Wars dungeon quest where, like, you have to talk to a group of soldiers who have just woken up and are like, all right, boys, we have work to do. We're still in the thick of the second age. And you're like, how long have you been frozen, brother? <laughs> you it's roll like... up with, you, you roll up with like a baby Krill Sitsaroth. And they're like, oh my God, he's a lot smaller than I remembered. My Lord. <laughs> like, I think that'd be fun. But... How long is an age? Cause I'm thinking like a hundred years, but like, that's, that's a so that's a, I I think a... the ages as defined by RuneScape are broken up by events. Oh, so I think the second age ended when Zamorak came to. I could be mistaken. I don't I don't have it memorized. Second age I think ended when Zamorak came to power and Zaros finally fell. I think the sixth age began when the gods returned to Gilinor in RS3. They're divided up by events. I don't know what they are exactly. That's beyond the scope of my nerdiness. <laughs> yeah for now for now uh, yeah but you know could see it i'm really interested uh to see so whenever whenever you do go to god wars and you're like hey i'm gonna go do bandos really you're killing general grador i'm interested to see if nex is like mutually exclusive from that and people aren't gonna say i'm gonna go do zaros instead of i'm gonna go kill nex because you're actually killing the boss that's named nex when you say I'm going to go kill next, but like, again, you, you say, I'm going to go kill Bandos, but it's general guard or I'm going to go kill Sarah. Some people say silly, but like I'm going on a Sarah trip. Anyway, I'm interested to see. The reason I think that is Bandos chest plate, Zamorakian spear, Sarah Doman, God sword, armadillo yeah. chest plate. Right. That's why I think it's referred to as the God because I think people who know, like, oh, we're going on a Kree task. Not an Arma task, we have a Kree task. Mm -hmm. That's about the only one that I would argue. I'm going to think it's Nex, unless the armor is named after Zaro. I hope unless it is. Unless something, like, it's like Zarosian battle mage outfit or whatever. Can we get a Zaros godsword? I really <laughs> hope cool. we do, <laughs> actually. That would be sick, bro. What would actually, we do the Zaros Godsword? I did say I did see somewhere that somebody said that they wanted the divine spirit shield or whatever. It's the green one to come from oh. next. Oh, 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 Lore wise, I don't know what that would look like. I don't know but... how it would look, because again, those all come from Corp, which again 
has its own storyline in RS3, but was just backported into old school for no reason. Yeah. Please we give these us things. <laughs> Summer's End, RS3 people. I want more quests. The quests you've given us are delightful, but still, I want more. Give us more. Michael, do you have any more major points about this? Because we've, we've covered quite a bit. You know, we could have gone a little bit more into, like, the game economy. They're talking about adding that tax, the oh, invisible yeah. GE tax. Um, I mean, I'll cover that real quick. So, yeah, go for it. With the Duel Arena leaving, potentially, in the next, you know, six months to a year, whatever, they didn't give us a timeline. But that, I'm thinking that's about what's going to happen. They're going to need a bigger gold sink <laughs> than what's in the game currently because the Duel Arena is a pretty big gold sink. Billions of GP and, uh, exit the game per day with that tax. So what they're thinking is the they hired, uh, interestingly enough, they hired somebody who like is an expert at game economies to look at the RuneScape economy and that they're going to be sharing the results of what they think is going to come from that. But one thing that Mod Kieran said is they could literally just add a tax to the GE. It doesn't have to be big. And every time you sell or buy something, money is given to an account that Jagex has. Jagex uses that account to buy items and then delete them. So when they originally proposed this, it was interesting because we thought that these items were just going to be sold to the GE and then deleted. Like, where would that money come from? Well, they've solved that with the tax. Uh, it still could work that they just spawn the GP into the game. When you, uh, for instance, if you sell an Abyssal Whip, you're, you get the two point whatever mill, and then in the back end it gets deleted, but where does that money come from? Well, the tax takes care of that. So yeah. I think that that's a great idea because the less of these items that are actually in the game, it's going to balance out supply and demand. Artificially, yes, but it's still going to you know, balance it out. We can still do all the PVM we want to do, and these items aren't going to continue to crash like they have been, and your money is going to go farther. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, all big updates, all a lot of fun. I think that's all we have for this portion of the episode. Michael, you want to take us over to the break? Yes. All right, guys. Delightful. Thanks for listening to this portion of the episode. Stick around for the second portion where we talk about a fun question, but we're going to send you off to commercial break. See you in a second. Hey, how's it going? Name's Tony. Some people call me Fat Tony. I don't really know how I feel about that. But welcome to my pizza shop. Uh, this is Tony's Pizza Basis. Located uh, out here in the wilderness. I, again, I don't know how to feel about that, but uh, it's uh, kind of the hand you dealt, you know? I can hear you asking me right now, Fat Tony, why are you out in the wilderness? Why are you out there? Well, I, um... I had to, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm fleeing for my life, you know? I had to flee, Mistelin. There's this, uh, there's this nasty rumor about me that I, um, that I poisoned old King Rold. Uh, I don't, that's, uh, um, there's no basis for that. So, you're coming to my shop out here in the wilderness, what you gonna get? I got everything you need to make a pizza. Got your cheeses, got your tomatoes. Hey, and if you kill a rat out there, I'm sure you could probably find some meat for your pizza, huh? but if you ain't into that, I don't know what to tell you. If you come out here, come out to the wilderness, I'll make you a pizza you'll never, you'll write, you'll write your mama about it. 
I know it's going to be dangerous, right? I know that. But I'll tell you right now, it's worth the risk. Come and see Fat Tony. Come and see for yourself. Your time is valuable, and so is mine. I got some bandits to feed. They're getting kind of hungry. I'm going to hit you with my tagline and close it out. Here we go. The name's Fat Tony. I'm an expert in pizzas, both the making and the eating. <laughs> oh, real quick before I go. If you ever out in Drano Village, I got a cousin named Fortunato. Tell him Fat Tony said hey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I know that I sure did. Speaking of commercials, um, we know that they're still kind of on the recycled. We know we know we're still recycling them. That being said, we did just showcase some of our new material that we're going to be releasing in October to the recording booth chat. So if you're not a part of the Patreon, now would be a good time. And that is a perfect segue into thanking the people that make this all possible, lovely patrons. So if you're part of the wise old man or higher, uh, we give you a personal shout out each episode. And I just want to throw a shout out to Akuna Matata, Scape Caution. Sorry, his actual name is on Patreon, but we have to use Scape Caution, <laughs> Hydraulic Monkey, Mac Ratinka Jones, Lord Jake. Pooper Cheeks, Oxy's Dad, Not My Dad, Spartan Fire, Jordy, and Rune Riot. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Thank you to everyone who supports Patreon. Um, and if you aren't a part of that, check us out at patreon.com slash xpwaste. There's a lot of great benefits related to extra episodes, access to our recording booth, uh, random shoutouts if you're in the gnome tier, shout out to the gnome child. And um, it's really simple to link it with your Discord because you also get Discord interactions as well. Patreon.com slash XP Waste. Oxy. Look at me, recording booth chat. Look me in the eyes right now. If you tell anyone about what we just showed before yeah. the commercials released, much like a bad hairpiece, you will have hell to pay. <laughs> that is a threat. <laughs> That's a it's threat. Confidential, That's a threat veiled as a pun. Oh man, what a day! So, I'm, I'm so we have to. Um, oh, it's going to be great, dude. I get I get literal chills, and that's all I'm going to say. So we have to get through this fun question because Oxy has somewhere to be. So I have to go to fencing practice in like 14 minutes. <laughs> so we'll be Michael done. and I did not plan this recording session very well. So like, <laughs> we have we fun. Make we these have episodes long for you, but. There's things like this that kind of like just we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll try and get to two hours one day. Anyway. Someday. Oxy, it's fun question time. I think you should go first, but for this week, we have a, we have a set of would you rather questions. Oxy's going to ask me. I'm going to ask Oxy and we'll dive into it a little bit, but like we said, Oxy's got to go soon, so it's going to be a shorter one. Sorry about that. Go ahead, All Oxy. Right. All right. Michael. 
since you are becoming an elite PVMer slowly but surely through this bingo, uh, this was a question posed to me kind of in, in VC the other day about one of these particular items. And then I thought, well, of another concept we've discussed as well in the clan quite a few times. Michael, as a PVMer, as a soon to be elitist bosser, mm-hmm. would you rather have an item? an expendable single-use item that you can buy as many as you want that has a 50% chance to kill or phase a boss when used 50% of the time. But 50% of the time, it sends the boss back up to full HP and restores all its stats. So half the time, it'll insta-kill or insta-phase. The other half, send it right back up to full health. With okay. full stats. So all your Warhammers are nullified. You don't have any more specs. Anything like that. 50-50, right? Think uh-huh. of a boss like Corp. That'd be so easy. <laughs> or, 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 would yeah. you rather have that item, or would you rather have a minimum hit? A minimum hit. Oh. So, like, you'll never hit a zero again, but the lowest you'll hit is, like, a three or a four or a, four or a five. Oh. You'll still have a max hit, but you'll also right. have a minimum hit. You can't roll a zero anymore. Can uh, This is just sort of like a clarification question. Can your minimum hit change? Can it go up or down based on the gear that you have? Yes, but your minimum hit isn't going to be super high. So like if your minimum hit, like, I, I don't know, for example, let's say if you're... Like in... it has to be related to your max hit. Like it's like, it's gonna, always going to be like... 2% of your max hit or 3% of your max hit or something Let, like that. Let's say if you're on task, right? If you're on like a super specific task, if you have a uh-huh. Slayer task, max melee gear, Infernal Cape, Slayer helmet, and you're using a Dragon Hunter lance against a dragon, your minimum yeah. hit is a 6. Oh. Let, just as an example. No, so yeah, that's your I minimum would... hit. But that's an example of how it would scale with different situations. But even sure. if you were butt-ass naked, you would still hit a 1. Hmm. Honestly, dude, I think I would take minimum hit because it's not broken. <laughs> that item, literally, dude, you could have like, I mean, they would be balls expensive, right? But imagine you just have a stack of them. You have like a hundred of them and you're just one tick killing corp and you drop an, and it drops an Ellie. You just made profit, even though you spent hundreds of mil on that item, on that nuke, if you would put it. But like, yeah, no, I think I would take the minimum hit. I, I would it's agree. Not broken. <laughs> I would agree. I'd take the minimum hit. But you know how funny it would be to A, be like, all right, guys, dude, I don't know if we're going to survive P3 Verzik. Like, we've been struggling all night. Here we go. And then just, like, Thanos snap the boss dead. Yeah. And as, like, a surprise. That'd be super cool. I also think it would be absolutely fucking hysterical to go with a group of people and spec down Corp, use this little nuke, and. <laughs> Reset. All of it. Oh, you reset it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Here's the, the boss thing, is almost dead. You bring it back up to full health. You wouldn't. Everyone has to go back and spec it again. Right. But you wouldn't have to spec because the item would ignore the defenses. You could just no, use would, the item. It would just reset everything. But you're saying that you still have to spec corp and then use the nuke. No, 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 no. So what I'm saying is. 
if you roll on the 50% chance that it resets the boss with full yeah. HP and full mm-hmm. stats, like you never reduced it, do yeah. you know how funny it would be to have a bunch of people? If we did like a three-man corp, like me, you, and Scape, like yeah. we've done in the past, and we spend 10 minutes specking down corp, and then we're killing corp, but it has 100 HP left, somebody uses a tier, and it gets back up to 2,000. Oh, it's like a troll? <laughs> Oh, no, that would be terrible. That would literally because like, I guess you're right. Not everybody would have like the money to just waste these these like nukes, <laughs> essentially. So you so still would have people legitimately decided, the box. We, we talked about like it would the price would probably be the average uh, of like what the money per hour is of the most expensive bosses. So we would imagine they'd be about five or six, maybe up to like 15 or 20 mil a piece. Oh, you've already talked about this. Oh, yeah, well, like I said, the question was posed by TMD of, like, how much do you think the item would be? I oh. tweaked the item a little bit and threw it in there because we're pressed for time and a fun question, baby. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So moving on to my question. I think I would also take the minimum hit, by the way. Okay. But yeah. Good. Go ahead. Good, 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 good. Oxy, would you rather have the twisted bow be an affordable item for a mid tier player? Or get pre-nerf blowpipe back. That actually is a tough one. I got. I I want my baby back. Give me the <laughs> pre-nerf blowpipe. Look at how they massacred my baby boy. I absolutely would take a pre-nerf blow. Pre-nerf blowpipe with dragon darts. I don't need a Tebow for anything at that point other than right. suck. And if I could still have the Bofa, I don't care how expensive yeah. the okay. Tebow gets. Yeah, I, I would 100% I would take I'd take a pre-nerf blowpipe back. 100% over I over like I a... would Man, I think I would I didn't really use the the blowpipe that much. I if I'm being completely honest, and you guys know I'm always honest on this podcast, I don't really see a difference in the blowpipe usage wise. Like I have dragon darts in there now. I had Addy darts in there before, and maybe that's the biggest you got, difference. You got dragon darts in there because you got that money, money. You never had a pre-nerf blowpipe when you had to rock adamant darts as a poor no, man, and then had I to had rock adamant, adamant darts. I have. I used to. I only had Addy darts in there, and it was pretty good. And now I have dragon darts in there, and it's pretty good. Go, but go, that go kill be... Zora with Addy darts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, we're talking, we're recording. it's probably the darts that's like I'm, you know. But anyway, I think I would pick the 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 twisted bow because like really? you have that accessible. It opens up a ton of content. Arguably super broken for you know a ten mil item, but like holy smokes, dude! If the twisted bow was ten mil, that just like that opens up a ton of content that. A lot of people may not be... Uh, okay, it doesn't open up a ton of content. It opens up a ton of laid-back content. <laughs> like, you could take a Twisted... Or you could take a Twisted Bow to Zora and not have to use switches and get, like, one-minute, 30-second kills. Could, but that's the thing. Could you, could you imagine, though? You're a learner. You got base 70 stats or base 75 stats. You're going for your first ever Chambers of Zarek. Most of the learners we take are like, I have a blowpipe with adamant darts, or I have a root crossbow. Which one's better for Ohm? <laughs> if you rolled up and you're like, 
Sorry, guys, all I have is a twisted bow. People would be like, holy shit, you have a what? I like a like a twisted bow. If like everyone in the mid game got a T bow right now and they because they were only ten mil, that would be absurd, right? I think you would. People could start taking you to TOB if you had a twisted bow, sure. not because you were any good, because you had a twisted bow, and they'd be like, "All right, you can pre hit or like you can do range DPS or things mm-hmm. like that." I wouldn't take someone with base seventy fives to TOB ever, unless it was a story mode. Um, but you would absolutely rinse. Yeah, home with a team of a hundred percent, hundred percent team of all so, Tebos. Base seventy fives, I don't care. That'd be fantastic. It would, it would arguably be broken if the Tebow was ten mil, but it would arguably still be broken if the pre blowpipe nerf was still in the game. So hundred percent, hundred percent. There's Both someone in the broken. recording booth Both chat. Are broken. Hakuna Matata in the recording booth chat. I haven't called him that literally all week. I've called him by his first name, Hakuna Matata, in the recording booth chat. Uh he. He said he never got to use a pre-nerf blowpipe. It was a death machine. It was an absolute best-in-slot, almost-everywhere, two-tick death machine. It was insane. I loved the pre-nerf blowpipe. I like the post-nerf blowpipe. I don't don't think it was a bad change. I support the blowpipe nerf still. But... But damn dude <laughs> that you have literally four minutes to get to where you're going so yeah. we're gonna end this now indeed we thank are. you so much for listening again we say it at the beginning of the episode i'm gonna say it at the end of the episode if this was your first time thank you for making it all the way through we appreciate it everything you could literally ask for we've been mentioning it all episode everything is in the description or in the show notes so everything should have a link so you can just tap on it, it takes you right to the page we talked about our social media is there. Everything is there. Uh, link to the Patreon. Link to send us an email if you want to. But all that being said, uh, you guys are awesome. We'll see you uh, next week. Thank you so much. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>